श्री विष्णु सहस्रनाम नेम 776 चातुर भावः Now this word bhava is very important in Gorya Vaishnav terminology especially uh, we have the three stages sadhana bhakti bhava bhakti prema bhakti which shila prabhupad renders as devotional service in practice devotional service in ecstasy and devotional service in pure love of god so bhava is the stage just before pure love just before prem uh there's so many uh so many usages of the word bhava in the gorya literature Hari Krishna Mahamantra Etoshobha Hari Krishna Mahamantra Etoshobhav Jejape Tar Krishna Upajay Bhav Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told the Bhavahin or the the uh, the Mayavadis who uh, Bhavahin means they don't have no feelings they they want to become feelingless uh that when or, or the very nature of the hari krishna mantra is that by chanting it one develops bhav feelings upajay bhav that it develops it, it, it develops me it upajay bhav it arises i'm going to make a point of that the uh, Yeah, so it's a very important word. Bhava mean the the general meaning feelings, emotions, strongly felt feelings, and emotions. Or it can mean attitude, uh, like this. And it it can also mean um, price. I I heard Shri Prabhupada giving a lecture once in Bombay. and he was talking about how people talk about things not relating to krishna it was an english talk and prabhupada interjected something in hindi ye cheez ka kya bhav hai what is the price of this thing ah uh, that's it however there is a, there is another word which is uh, similar it's not bhava but it's bhava just like we have in bhagavad gita nistray gunyo bhavarjuna become the here bhava means become and it comes this word comes again and again in bhagavad gita uh in different forms krishna tells arjuna become devoid of the three modes of material nature that's the translation of nistray gunyo bhavarjuna and here bhava means uh coming into being and it is from this uh form of the word that all the commentators mentioned here 
have given the name Chatur Bhava. They don't cover the word Bhava in the sense of emotions, but rather uh, in the sense of to be, to come into existence, to exist, to live, uh, to be born, uh, Satya Deva Vashishta says that Bhava can mean one who exists, one through whom existence takes place, one who came into existence by himself, and one who makes others appear or come into being or exist. Parasha Bhata interprets the word bhava as standing for bhavana, which is also um, that's it's it's well known it's a well known girl's name actually in in uh, North India, which again gives the the idea of someone with emotions and feelings. Uh, but he takes it he, to to mean manifesting or revealing and exactly abhivyanjanam manifesting or revealing so he Parashabhata gives the name Chatur Bhava by linking it with uh, the previous names and um, especially with the view her forms and how he says that chatur bhava means he gives uh, he he gives rives to action he he brings into action the the four, the four forms of the chatur vyuha what do they do what is their action what do, what what do they manifest so he explains that vasudeva is concerned with the creation of the universe. Sankarshan, out of the Chatur Vyuha, is concerned with keeping the universe in order. That's uh, and, and then and Pradyumna is for Rakshana, protection. We find also Pradyumna in Dwaraka. He was um, charged with keeping protection of Dwaraka city. And Aniruddha. Uh, another function within the creation, Shastra Pradhanam. He gives scripture. Uh, he's the one who manifests scripture in the world by his agency. So that's also an essential part of the creation because if there are no scripture in the world, then what are we doing? It's just a zoo. There's no... There's no uh, I'm, I'm saying a zoo or like a jungle, just the animals are there and they're there and that's it. They just exist. And they have no higher uh, inclination. It's not possible for an animal to have a higher inclination, except in very rare cases if they get touched by the mercy of a devotee. But, but even then, it's the thought process. It's not possible for them but Shastra gives uh, guidance for how to come out 
of this uh, world which is full of suffering. So these are the, the Chatur of Yuha. They, uh, in these four, these four forms of the Lord, they uh, manifest four functions, essential functions, within the universe. And another commentator, this coming from the Madhva Sampradaya, that the four uh, viewers, the Charter of Viewers, again, Vasudev, Sankarshan, Pradyumna, and Aniruddha, each one of them has the four stages of Jagrata, Swapna, Sushupti, and Turiya. Each one of them is connected with the, with the uh, phases that the conditioned souls go through, namely, we, we've gone through this in the previous names of Vishnu, just the recent names of wakefulness, dreaming state, deep sleep, and then when they're not conditioned anymore, when they go beyond that, the transcendental state, Turiya. Then again, uh, very similar, um, just like we had Chaturgati, that the Supreme Lord is the goal of the uh, four varnas and four ashrams. And here Shankara says that Chatur Bhava, he manifests, he bring, he makes come into being the four varnas, the four ashrams, the four purushartas, that's dharma, artha, karma, and moksha. He was the he uh, <clears throat> is the goal, Chaturgati, of the four Purusharthas, and he's also the source of them. Uh, that's understood by this name. Uh, as Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, talking about the four Varnas, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, and Shudra, Chatur Varnam, Maya Srishtam. Krishna says, I am the creator of these four varnas. Uh, and that's taken by Srila Prabhupada and other commentators to mean that he's also, although it's not explicitly stated in this verse, chapter 4, text 13 of Bhagavad Gita, that Krishna is also the source of the four ashrams. It's understood. It's not stated but it's understood because if there are four varnas, means it's the varnashram system, and with the four varnas, there have to be four ashrams. Although only the brahmanas go through the four ashrams, and kshatriyas go to three up to varnaprastha, vaishyas uh, have two brahmachari life and grihastha life, and shudras only married life. They don't have brahmachari life. Now, in Madhvacharya's commentary on Brihad Aranyaka Upanishad, he states that the Supreme Personality of Godhead established Chaturmukh Brahma as the presiding deity of the Brahmana Varna. And in the, in the translation here given, it stated Vayu and others for Kshatriya Varna. 
Actually, if we see the Sanskrit, it's, it says Vayu, Sadashiva, Ananta, Garuda, Chakra, Kama, Varuna, Soma, Surya, and Yama. An, an assembly. Chakra means Indra. An assembly of uh, important demigods. And uh, Garuda is a Nitya Suri. He's an eternal associate of the Lord. Uh, Sadashiva is more than a demigod. And uh, but in the translation it, it just says this is what is written by Madhvachari himself, but the the translator has said Vayu and others because they are they, the presiding deity for the Kshatriya Varna because I suppose because uh, in the Madhva Sampradaya they'll always emphasize Vayu among all, not only among all the demigods, Jivotama, they call him the topmost among all the jivas, uh, Vayu, who comes as Madhvacharya. And Sarvotama, Vishnu, he's above all, everyone, all living beings. Then also stated here uh, for the Vaisha, Vaisha Varna, the presiding deity was made by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Paramatma, made Nasikya Vayu and others. But I can't say who the others are because the Sanskrit isn't given. Nasikya Vayu means particularly that form of Vayu who goes through the Nasika, through the nostrils. And Niriti and others were made for the Shudra Varna. Niriti is uh, very uh, inauspicious demigod uh, presiding over uh, death and darkness. So that's one reason why he's called Chatur Bhava because he, uh, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, appoints uh, at these different demigods and others as the presiding deities of the four um, stations of life and invests them with the intelligence and power and everything else required to do that. Uh, another name for Vayu is Mukya Pran and Nasikya Vayu is an expansion of him. Mukya Pran means the, the uh, chief Pran or air or breath. Baladev Vidya Bhushan, he brings about, he, he describes that Chatur Bhav means he brings about Bhavayati, Dharma, Atta, Kama and Moksha for those who worship him. For those who worship him, they don't have to pursue separately dharma, artha, kama, and moksha because it all coalesces in Krishna. Although one performs dharma, artha, kama, and moksha in relation to devotional service. In one sense, we don't need any of these things. We only need Krishna. All these things are external 
to Krishna and to devotional service. Although generally in this world, as stated in Srimad Bhagavatam, as long as one is not completely free from material desires, uh, one should go on worshipping Krishna within the Varnashram system because this Dharma, Artha, Kama and Moksha, they are the Purusharthas connected with the uh, Varnashram system. Although, again, by Bhakti, anyway, these things are considered very insignificant in relation to Prem, which is the ultimate result of Bhakti. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but, nevertheless, if one is not on the platform of uh, pure devotional service, one should not be negligent of these. Well, especially uh, Dharma, one should continue to follow that. Ar and Arta comes with Dharma for, for a Grihasta. He has to do his Swadharma, his duties according to his station in life, according to the four Varnas. And from that, his maintenance comes automatically. It's for, for the Shudras and Brahmanas, they, they don't make endeavor to make money. They're maintained by others. Uh, <clears throat> So all these things come automatically by bhakti in, in terms of devotional service. And I discussed that in a previous talk just now. Uh, yes, so he, Chatur Bhava, he brings about dharma, artha, kama and moksha. They, get, they, they come very easily and naturally for those who worship him. Although, yes, watch out, Krishna, he may also, being very merciful, take away all the wealth of his devotee. Uh, but these, these four values of life, which are considered so important, uh, they're absolutely essential for people who are not in Krishna consciousness. If you're not in Krishna consciousness and you're not in the Varnashram system, then you're just in animal life. Uh, if you're in Krishna consciousness, you're above these, uh, if one's actually fully, purely in Krishna consciousness, then he's above considerations of dharma, artha, kama, and moksha. But if one is neither in Krishna consciousness nor in the Varnashram system, then it's simply animal life. So dharma, even if one is not interested in artha, karma, or moksha, and it's very difficult for materialistic people not to be interested in artha or karma. Usually they're not interested in moksha. And people who are not materialistic, they're not, that means they're not interested in artha or karma, but they're interested in moksha. But for all of them, dharma is essential. Everyone has to follow dharma. Yeah. With that, any artha or karma uh, which is attained without following dharma is all sinful. And there's no question of moksha without following dharma. Uh, although, of course, if one becomes fully Krishna consciousness, that is in and of itself the perfection of dharma. <clears throat> so, uh, he is, Krishna gives dharma, 
he establishes dharma in this world, dharmang tu sakshat bhagavat pranitam. Dharma is established by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Artha, he also gives that. He's the source of that. All wealth belongs to him. That's also required in this material world. One, if, if you want to do anything significant in this world, some, some wealth is required. Karma is an is a inseparable to the jiva. Everyone has desire. Only in the, uh, we hear the gopis' love of Krishna, samartha, the, the love for Krishna, samartha, prem, that is without any personal desire. And even the uh, <clears throat> sadharani, the, uh, the ordinary feelings of desire for Krishna. There may be those who desire Krishna. Kubja is given as an example. She had desire for Krishna, but it was mixed with a lot of personal desire also. And then we have Samanjasa, uh, the love of the queens of Dwarka for Krishna, which is also with personal desire. That's very proper in married life. And then the highest of all, the perfect level, Samarta of the gopis who have no personal desire. Now, you may say, well, wait a minute. How can they have no personal desire? Because the very nature of the jiva is to have personal desire. Well, of course, one thing is they're not jivas. But their, their desire, they have desire, but their desire to please Krishna is so strong that that any personal likes or dislike, that becomes totally uh, sublimated within their desire to please Krishna. And we, we know that from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Shikshashtaka, Ashlishyava padaratang pinashtum amadarshanan marmahatam korotuva yata tata va vidadhatu lampato mat prana natas tu sa eva naparaha. Um, <clears throat> yes, so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says that in the mood of Radharani, of this is love beyond surrender. Surrender is the beginning, but beyond that is complete love where one has no personal desire. Uh, one desires only for Krishna's happiness. So she says, that <clears throat> she says to Krishna, you may embrace me. That's very nice. Or you may trample me under your feet. That doesn't sound so very nice. Of course, if we get kicked by Krishna's feet, that would be very nice. But we, we can't imagine Krishna doing that to Radharani, although Kali does that to her husband Shiva. That's another altogether. She, she tramples over him. So, Ashishavar Padritang, Pinashtu Mamoy, yeah, you crush me under your feet, or Adarshanam Marmahatam, you make me broken hearted by not being present before me. Uh, Yata, tata, whatever you do to me, 
and I know Krishna, you're you're not faithful to me. You 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 say you love me, but you'll run off with some chan. Oh, what's her name? Don't say that name. She mess. Ah, <laughs> uh, but you're all my always my worshipable Lord. Oh, you're you're the Lord of my life, no other. So this is. Uh, karma, desire, Krishna, he, Krishna is the source of all desire. Every living being has desire. And when our desire becomes completely synonymous or synchronized with the desire of Krishna, that is the perfection of life. That is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching. Love is supreme. Prema Pumarto Mahan. Above the four Purusharthas is pure love of Krishna. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to show that. Otherwise, who is going to show that? And then Moksha. Krishna, Moksha, you want Moksha? Well, some. Some uh, people have heard that you get moksha very easily from doing bhakti. So they do bhakti for the sake of getting moksha. They don't really love Krishna, but they go through the motion so they can get moksha. Mukti dadartikahi chit smana bhakti yogam. In Bhagavatam it's stated that Krishna very easily he gives liberation, moksha. But bhakti to himself, not very easily. Because by bhakti, he becomes bound by the devotee. Pranayarashanaya. He becomes bound. The devotees tie him up <clears throat> by their love. So Krishna doesn't give himself a very, very... Want liberation? Okay, go and chill out in the impersonal Brahman for time be, some time beyond time. It's not a personal... It's not a permanent situation. Uh, of course, in the other Vaishnav Sampradayas, they do want mukti, but not impersonal liberation. But uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also teaches that. Nadhanam na janam na sundarim kavitam va jagadishakame mama janmani janmari ishvare bhavatad bhaktir ahaituki I don't want wealth, he doesn't want dhan. Nadhanam, Najanam, these are, these are all connected with wealth, Arta and Karma, Nasundarim, Kavitam, going to the heavenly planets. I don't want liberation. I only want service to you, life after life. So this is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We, we can really understand the scriptures, even Vishnu Sahasranam. Everything becomes better with the teaching. Already perfect. What the, what the Vaishnava Acharyas have given, Sri Vaishnava Acharyas, what they have given, what the Madhva Sampradaya Acharyas, they have given, it's all perfect. But uh, Gorya contribution, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's contribution, it's perfection on top of perfection. Uh, word for perfection Purna, so there's Purna, complete, perfect, Purna Tara, even more complete, and Purna Taram, 
best. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's contribution. Satyadeva Vashishta gives the understanding that the current name signifies Chatur Bhava. He manifests. So what what does he manifest? Four things. So four things. Uh, four kinds of species or living beings come. They they come into being. They get their bodies in four different ways. This is in the Upanishads and elsewhere. Uh, Jarayuja. They're born from an embryo. Uh, mammals. Andaja. Born from eggs, such as birds and snakes and ants and turtles. And born from perspiration, svedaja. Srila Prabhupada gives the example that you feel some, when there's perspiration, you feel some itching. So that is, um, and, and, and also um, if there's some dirty cloth left, left with all perspiration, then you'll find some bugs come out of that. We could say the itching is, is like some germs come into being. And plants come into being by way of seeds. Uh, perspiration, Svedaja and Udbhijaja, from seeds. So, Krishna makes it all. Then, ah, uh, if we say bhav, which again the commentators on Vishnu Sahasranam haven't done this, but we, if we say bhav, taking bhav to, to mean spirit or sentiment or emotion, then we have uh, bhav. I haven't said Baladev because he gives this, the same meaning as other commentators. I haven't given Baladev Vidyabhushan's comment on this verse. So if we take bhav to, in, in the common sense that it's used in Gorya terminology to mean the, then one's attitude or emotion or sentiment or spirit, feelings, uh, so um, we can also take it as manifest. This could be this could be, there could be so many fours, but I just came up in, in, in this context, but I just came up with one uh, that in his different pastimes, Krishna appears as Dhiradatta, Dhiralalita, Dhiraprasanta, and Dhiradhatta. Dhiradhatta and Dhiradhatta. Uh, the four ways that Krishna is perceived as Anayaka, or a, which is translated as hero, but it means more like the hero in a uh, in a drama rather than a hero in a battle, because after all, Leela is a play. It's Krishna's play. So in his role as the the best of all lovers, Krishna. Uh, manifests. We can also say this manifest. He manifests these four roles: dhiradatta, dhirodatta, dhirodatta, dhirodatta. Sorry, dhirodatta is uh, by nature very gentle, 
and grave, forgiving, merciful, humble, and just a really good, nice guy. He said, Krishna? Krishna? Yeah, sometimes he's like that. Sometimes he's like that. When he has to go and beg mercy from Radharani, he's like that. Dhira Lalita. Lalita means charming. So Dhira Lalita. He's, he's uh, in his role as Dhira Lalita. Krishna is very funny, very jolly, joking uh, young man. Young man, yes, that's another characteristic. He's all appears. His youthfulness in his nature is very prominent. A youthful, carefree, uh, joking, expert in joking. No anxieties. Didn't get married and have to look after the family. He's, just, he's a free young man. Uh, but at the same time, when he's with his lovers, he's very submissive to them. So that's Dhira Lalita. Then Dhira Prashanta, peaceful, forbearing, considerate, obliging to his lover. And Dhirodhata, very envious, proud, easily upset, restless, maybe reckless, and also complacent about his role, yeah. This, this woman, yeah, under me. So, uh, these qualities are contrary. How can you have a personality which is very mild and gentle and also be the same person who is envious and proud? What was this, some schizophrenia? No, 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 no. Such the, the Krishna, he has all, he's the supreme personality of Godhead. So all facets of personality are in them, especially in his loving pastimes. Uh, he loves in different ways. He's not a stereotype lover. So this is way, one way in which uh, Chatur Bhava can be understood. Hare Krishna. Vancha kalpa tarubhyascha kripa sindhubya evacha patitanam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namon namaha. Dantenit hayacharnakang padayane patya kritvacha kakushatametadaham ravimi he sadava sakala eva vihaya durat goranga chandra charane kurutanu raga parivadatu jano yata tata va nanu mukarona vayang vicharayamaha hari rasa madira madati matta bhuvi vilutama nartama nirvishama hari krishna hari krishna 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 hari 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 Rama, Hari Rama, Rama Rama, Hari Hari.